0: Hello, my name is Regina M. Dick with Good News Broadcasting and Multimedia. You can find us online at gnbm.org. Good News Broadcasting and Multimedia is an online Christian organization designed to spread the Good News Gospel via modern multimedia technology. Our online newspaper has video, articles, uh, devotionals to spread the Good News, show how the Holy Spirit is moving in our world today, part of this is our new series called Prayer Warriors Three Sixty Five. We want to, to uh, offer a special thanks for the video portion. On the video portion, we have uh, graphics that are prayer characters, prayer warrior characters that uh, were created by Bill Osborne. You can find the warrior graphics at art dot also, too, all audio that from the Blog Talk Radio program is converted into video and put online at YouTube.com. You can find our channel is Prayer Warriors 365 or GNBMORG. Either channel you can find the Prayer Warriors 365. As you go to YouTube for Prayer Warriors 365 or GNBMORG, subscribe. And share, share with others, let them know we're coming together in Jesus Christ through the power of prayer. And prayer is extremely important, especially in these days. There is a lot more to prayer than people realize. It is a journey with Jesus. We are on day 15, the power of powerlessness. Let's begin by talking about the nature of power what exactly is power how would we describe it in the life application study Bible New King James Version in the Concordance and Dictionary it says power is the ability ability meaning right strength or authority to do to act or to accomplish something. So let's break that down. The ability consists of first our right to do, act, or accomplish something. While as humans we have rights as defined foremost by God as our Creator. And next defined by ma- mankind from the world's point of view or world's perspective. America's Founding Fathers put it well, all men are created equal, endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights. The definition according to uh, a group called the United for Human Rights Organization, which is very secular, worldly, this is their definition. Starting with human, they break it down. Human, noun, a member of the homo sapien species, a man, woman, or child a person rights noun things to which you are entitled or allowed freedoms that are guaranteed human rights also a noun the rights you have since simply because you are human human rights are based on the principle of respect for the individual Their fundamental assumption is that each person is a moral and rational being who deserves to be treated with dignity. They are called human rights because they are universal, whereas nations or specialized groups enjoy specific rights that apply only to them, human rights are the rights to which everyone is entitled, no matter who they are or where they live, simply because they are alive. And again, this is the human definition of rights. Think about rights if you kind of mill it over in your head. Think about rights to choice, rights to uh, marry, right to a specific job, right to seek after a desired goal or talent or whatever it might be. So rights is kind of a broad term, But the most important right that we have, God given, is free choice. The Bible says, Sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin. And in this way, death came to all men, because all sinned, Romans 5.12. It was through Adam that sin entered the world. When Adam sinned, he immediately died spiritually. His relationship with God was broken, and he also began dying physically. His body began the process of growing old and dying. From that point on, every person is born with an inherited Adam's sin nature and suffered the same consequence of spiritual and physical death. In the natural, we're born physically, alive, but spiritually dead this is why Jesus told Nicodemus you must be born again John 3 7 physical birth provides us with a sinful human nature spiritual birth provides us with a new nature and here's the key a new nature created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness Ephesians 4 Twenty-four. That is the very key to understanding. As Christians, believers in Jesus Christ, we are given certain spiritual rights through the power of the Holy Spirit and as members of the kingdom of God. This kingdom is separate and apart. And here's the key, upside down in understanding from this current world. It is upside down in understanding, foreign to the things and the ways that we believe and walk through in this world. Secondly, this ability consists of our strength to do, act, or accomplish something. So let's talk about strength. Human strength, individually or even collectively, will always be limited. It's never beyond our Creator. Through the power of the Holy Spirit residing in believers, the strength is both within and without. In other words, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we find this inner strength, even though we may not be able to completely understand it, we know it's there. And it propels us to do things that we're called to do. And without... God's working, He's engineering, He's orchestrating things and events and people and places for His purpose and plan. So, finding strength both within and without, it works symbiotically for the ultimate purpose of the kingdom of God. It is not in our own might, but God's might, that we even begin to understand by God's grace Remember grace, unmerited favor that is placed upon individuals, placed upon us, to be able to begin to understand. The kingdom of God are made up of citizens who are in the process of this renewal, this renewal of the mind, of understanding, of realizing why we're here, what we're doing who he is and who we are in him finally this ability to act consists of the authority to do, act or accomplish something even though we may think we are in control man's authority is subject to the means of this current world the ruler of this present world is an enemy to man he is seeking dominion over man to subjugate him to his underworld. C.S. Lewis said it, and we've said this before in prior episodes. The enemy, devil, Satan, whatever you want to call, would like nothing better for us to either believe that he doesn't even exist at all, that it's made up fairy tale, or, on the other side, those are so focused in on him that their lives become obsessed with evil, the devil. The enemy likes both ideas, both concepts. Our focus is God. Our focus is Jesus Christ. However, God has given man free will to choose which authority to whom we submit The problem is most are deceived into believing that there's no real enemy that we're fighting, that it's all okay, everything's okay. But that's a deception in itself. Wouldn't that be the most powerful strategy that there is to not even believe we have an enemy, that he doesn't even exist? Or to be so afraid of him that we are constantly trying to rebuke him in our own might we need to understand that through God and his authority we have the power to rebuke the enemy in every way God has given us that authority as believers Adam and Eve were given dominion and authority over this world until by deception they gave it over to Satan by eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil So while Satan has dominion over this current world, Christ died, he came, he saved us, that we might know the truth, and the truth sets us free. But it's a continual journey. We walk through a world of deception. Remember, the best deception, the best lie is at one degree from the truth. So, God's given man free will to choose which authority to whom we submit, one or the other. Here's the good news. God loves sinners. We're all sinners. Even when we give our life over to the Lord, we still miss the mark. If you look at sin as being missing the mark, in other words, what God has in store, His purpose and plan for you, we do it we're deceived things are not like we expect or until we get to that place of being refined do we truly see what God calls us to do so God loves sinners in fact he has acted to overcome our sin nature by sending Jesus to pay for our sins and offer us his righteousness 1 Peter 2.24 Jesus took the death that was our penalty upon himself so that in him we might become the righteousness of God and here it is so that in him we might become the righteousness of God 2 Corinthians 5.21 note the words in him that's the key we who were once in Adam can now be in Christ by faith it's that simple christ is our new head and in christ all will be made alive 1 corinthians 15:22 choosing to follow god through his only here's the key only intercessor jesus christ we become children of this kingdom as children of the most high god we answer to the highest authority and given more than we can even ask or imagine. This authority through the power of the Holy Spirit dwells within us testifying to our spirit what to do, how to act, or how to accomplish something in accordance to God's perfect plan for us. So two different scenarios. Man's human understanding, this world's belief system, kingdom of God. We have a choice. Every single one of us has a choice. And even when we make the choice to follow the Lord, the enemy is even more relentless to deceive us, to confuse us. He has lies. He is the master of lies. Our part is to surrender and stay and keep surrendering each day as we go through life, as we get to that place of surrendering more of who we are, what we do, to Him, the highest authority. So we have rights, the right to choose, we have the strength, a strength that we call upon to do the impossible, and by God's authority, He gives us all that we need to do, to act, or to accomplish something. Admitting powerlessness is the very first step to the ultimate power. We're talking about God. He gave us This at the very beginning, we gave it away to deception and lies. He brought His Son to help us regain, to help us to see, but it's a continual, lifelong journey and process. As we go from the old man believing in the world's belief system to being reborn and walking continually as a new man, as things of this world become off of us, come out of us, and we move forward. It is in the state of utter weakness or powerlessness when the most powerful of choices can be wholeheartedly made. In other words, Many choose Christ or say they do they begin their journey then they start getting tested and their hearts go back to the way it was it is that refining and testing that truly brings us to that place of being used by God in a powerful way There are too many people, especially in these days, that are talking the talk, that are playing parts, but yet their hearts and motives are not pure. It is upside down, again, from this world's understanding. In that need to be popular, in that need to be noticed, to be loved by man, we oftentimes sell God short it is a continual journey we come to that place of brokenness or weakness of powerlessness that place of true walking with Lord this is called true humility we've seen those that have had humility or look like it from the outside but had they been refined and tested on the inside. That's the difference. In 2 Corinthians 12.9 it says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me see the upside down doesn't make sense according to this world this was Paul talking about the thorn in his side and praying God please get rid of this thorn But sometimes God allows it to stay because when it does we press more into him and we realize without Him we have nothing. It is in this weakness that we surrender to Him that we learn and we grow and we know more. Let's look at power from the perspective of our current world system versus God's Kingdom, beginning with the scope. In the current world system, it will always be limited by the boundaries of this world be it understanding be it the abilities whatever it might be we're limited however in God's kingdom nothing is impossible the goal goals in this current world system are self-motivated self-centered egocentric and controlled by deception in God's kingdom it's beyond self it's for God and for others it's in line with the kingdom of God being established on earth on earth as it is in heaven the means by the current world system it's through self-determination, self-reliance. You can go only as far as the ability, limited by this world, of the individual or groups of individual. We can come together collectively and we can have a lot of power. It will be limited and oftentimes misdirected. The means in God's kingdom is dependence on God through the power of the Holy Spirit. And all the pieces of the plan come perfectly together. Each person, each citizen in God's kingdom plays an important role. We come together. God is the one in control. The results in our current world system fatigue loneliness depression op- oppression no real fulfillment and ultimately death in god's kingdom divine revelation of god's kingdom creating in us and through us perfect peace perfect joy perfect fulfillment a love beyond imagination abundance and Eternal life in ephesians four fourteen through twenty one it sums it all up. It says, and this is Paul, for this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom the whole family in heaven and in earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through His Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever Amen